Welcome to Your Personal Power Pod, a podcast about aligning yourself with the life you want. And here are your hosts, Sandy Abel and Shannon Young. Shannon, how are you today? Good morning, Sandy. It's a beautiful day. We have blue sky peeking through the smoke today. I know. It's fabulous. I just love it. And the temperature's going to be in the 80s. It'll be perfect. It's all good. It's all good. And the great thing about our podcast today is that this is one of your favorite subjects. It really is. Today, we're talking about the shadow. (laughs) Tell me what the shadow is. I will, but I'm going to tell you why it's my favorite. First of all, it's one of my favorite because once you understand it, it can no longer control you. And a lot of people don't even think that they have such a thing. They're saying, well, what? I have no such thing. What the heck is a shadow? But we all do. The shadow is a concept that was created back in the early 1900s by psychiatrist Carl Jung, who believed that we all have aspects of ourselves that is everything we think we're not. We like to believe that we're warm and friendly and smart and out there for other people and all the good things. And anytime a negative emotion or a negative feeling or a negative thought comes up, we go, oh, no, that's not me. I, I don't ever think I'm jealous or, or I'm angry or I hate somebody else or whatever. And so we spend a lot of time trying to run away from the negative emotions and deny that they're part of us. And so they're really the hidden repressed (laughs) aspects of your personality. According to Jung, we have three sections in who we are. There's your facade, which is what you present to the world and who you like to think you are. It's the charming, brilliant, wonderful person that you put out there for the world to see. Then there's your shadow, which is the opposite of all of that. And that's in there too, even though we don't particularly like to acknowledge it. And then the inner circle, this is like three circles. The outside circle is your facade. The middle circle is your shadow, and the inner circle is your real self. And the real self is a beautiful combination of all those things. And just because you acknowledge you have a shadow doesn't mean that you have to act on it. It makes it easier to work with it and not act on it once you acknowledge that it's there and part of your real self, but probably a bigger part of your real self is all the wonderfulness. The thing I really like about the shadow concept is that when you just look at it by itself, of course, we don't want to acknowledge that we have a part of ourselves that's selfish and greedy and maybe not all that nice and has snarky thoughts. And, you know, (laughs) then when you back out a little bit more and look at nature and the universe and the concept of balance and yin and yang and the sayings like you can't see the light without the dark and all that, then it makes 
perfect sense that we have this other side of us that makes us whole. Exactly. Beautifully put. Yes, it makes us whole. And it it's a wonderful whole just because there's winter and all the leaves fall off the trees and it's cold and dark doesn't mean that the seasons aren't wonderful. They all have a purpose and they're all beautiful in their own way. The important thing is to know how to deal with them. The first step is recognizing that you have this side of yourself that you maybe don't want to acknowledge or want other people to see. But then how do you come to the place where you can embrace it and work with it? Like that seems like a really large jump. Yeah. Well, it's a challenge, especially if you came from a family where anytime you showed your shadow side, you were spanked or sent to your room or yelled at, and you felt very unloved, you learned that it was not okay to have that be any part of who you are. So to acknowledge it is kind of hard. It's hard to acknowledge that you really are still lovable, even if you have those negative feelings. What you can do is When you notice a shadow feeling coming up, acknowledge it and embrace it and say, well, well, there's that. That's part of me too. Hmm. And then you decide what you want to do with it. But you don't reject yourself in the process. You still love your real self. You just identify and then work with the shadow parts as they appear. What are the downsides? What happens if you spend your whole life rejecting that side of you? Well, then you deny a large part of who you are, and you spend your life running away from yourself. And it's really hard to love yourself and have really positive self-esteem if you're rejecting half of who you are. Mm -hmm. So embracing your shadow is hugely important so that you can be whole and love yourself, flaws and all. Have you ever experienced any shadow feelings, Shan? (laughs) (laughs) Of course. But I'll tell you this, I had one concept of myself and I thought that I was pretty aware of the parts of me that I was not especially proud of, that I wasn't bragging about to the world. And then I got married. (laughs) Oh, that'll teach you. Yeah. And that's the thing. Nobody tells you when you get married is that it's not so much learning to live with the other person as it is learning to live with yourself once you see who you are in marriage. I was not prepared for the mirror that that held up to me. And so that's been, and I'm sure the struggle is different for every married couple. For me, it was about, oh, so maybe I really don't know how to handle stress as well as I thought I did. Maybe I'm not really as giving as I thought I was. I mean, it's really easy to paint a picture (laughs) of yourself when you live alone with your dog. And then I had all these other people show up, my husband and my stepdaughter, and I was like, wow. So I was really just that other person by default. I wasn't being who I am consciously. (laughs) And that's been, I mean, I'm still struggling with that. And we're five and a half years into this. 
you know? Yeah, but that's hugely profound. Yeah. Oh, profound very, and painful. very wise. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not to say that I don't love being married. I don't want that to be the, the oh, message that I'm giving. It's just been really shocking. And I knew I had a shadow. I just wasn't aware of how big it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you live alone with your dog, there aren't a lot of occasions in home for your shadow to appear. You're pretty much in control and you can let your dog know what to do and just love on him or her. And it's all wonderful. But then you get two other live human beings there who also have their own shadows mm-hmm. and are trying to deal with that in a new situation. And it's a whole new world. How about you? When did you have to come face to face with yours? Oh, wow. I came face to face with mine a long time ago. <laughs> when I was when I was really young, I was one of those kids that people bullied and picked on and didn't like and all that. And I didn't know why. I thought I was a nice enough person. But as I grew older and started really looking at other people and myself and how we interacted or didn't interact, I realized that I was probably a little over the top in trying to make my point. And other people saw that as controlling. And I had to learn that they have as much right to an opinion and their thoughts as I do, and I'm not always right. And that was coming to terms with a part of my shadow that was getting in the way of relationships. And then I got married the first time and had suppressed all that so much that I did anything my husband wanted, and it wasn't his fault. It was just that I hadn't learned how to create a balance and make my shadow work for me without offending other people. And at some point, I realized many years later that I could still be me and let some of those things in. And if we had a good, solid marriage, he would love me anyway, like I loved him anyway. And we would be fine. But unfortunately, it didn't work that way. So we parted ways. Wow. At that point, I was very clear about who I was. The good and the bad. The the wonderful, beautiful me and the shadow. All right there. And was able to think that I'm an okay person anyway, and my self-esteem was good. So then I found a man who loves me, flaws and all, Mm -hmm. uh, appreciates who I am, and who appreciates my real self. And it's been wonderful, because he validates all of who I am, even though he may not like it when my shadow shows itself. He doesn't throw me away. So I don't throw him away. Mm -hmm. And I do the same for him. But it takes a long time (laughs) to figure all that out. The one thing I've noticed in relationship is that if somebody doesn't 
criticize you or if they don't put you down for your shadow or they don't call it out as unacceptable behavior, like I can't love you if you have this part of you, then you're able to look at it. There's something about having somebody right. just love on you anyway that frees you up to go, oh, maybe I need to change this. Yeah. That's what unconditional love is. And that's what you have to give yourself. You unconditionally love the whole person you are, shadow and all, and then work with it because it's not okay to dump your shadow on other people or on yourself. And as with so many other things, the more you ignore it, the more it controls you. Absolutely. And that's why this episode is so important. I really hope that our listeners will think about this and identify their shadow characteristics and realize that those do not define them so they can work with them and love themselves anyway. Such an important episode. And it leads right into what we'll be talking about next time. Yes. And next time, we're going to look at different kinds of behavior and what your usual MO is and how that's working for you. Oh. But they're so important because they affect how we live our lives. And if we're not aware of these things, we stumble along and things work or don't work and we're not sure why, so we can't reproduce the ones that work and uh, or we spend our life being miserable and hating ourselves. And it's so important to be clear about these things because every human being is beautiful. We're just an interesting combination and we have to embrace it all. So. That's beautiful. Thanks, Sandy. Really looking forward to it. Bye-bye.